With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. Thank you. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. One man can do, only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, guys in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, my dangle. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Ready! It defies description. Go. How about Martial is isolated. Skirtle here. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again, part of the Touchline Fracker podcast family. I'm joined by two regulars this evening, two thirds of the Amoeba boys. Dissu, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. What are you saying? I'm not too bad. They're saying you're you're recording live from Pentonville. Hey. How? Are... <laughs> He's a bit mad on the wing right now. I can't even lie, but you're good though, yeah. Yeah, I'm good, man. Just trying to stay safe. You know, try to keep try to keep focused, man. One day at a time. Keep, keep doing you, man. Yeah, 
<laughs> Seb, what are you saying, man? What's good, bro, man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm just here, man. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, good to see you, though, bro, man. <laughs> I, I'm, you. Hearing your, I'm hearing your corner from India. Like, <laughs> That's what, the, Listen, that's what the YouTube comments are saying. <laughs> you got to secure mm-hmm. that international bag, you hear me? All right, that's cool. it, man. All right, so, uh, <laughs> let's get into it. <laughs> they ain't got wars like this in India. Come on, man. Quality, isn't it? That was an Indian wall. Bare bricks, bare brickwork, no paint. All right. <laughs> uh, the, the rest of them is wood. All right, we'll leave it at that, though. That's Those are my opinions and no reflection on the Touchline Cracker. That's a, that's a collective, that's a brand, yeah? Cool. So if you're going to pan, pan me, yeah? At Houdini. All right, cool. So starting with that, uh, the latest news in regards to Manchester United, uh, we're going to start with the person we start with most weeks, a certain Mr. Paul Pogba. Uh, we're hearing conflicting reports in the news. Uh, a certain Gillian Balagay of Real Madrid TV fame claims that uh, a Pogba contract is in the works. Those of you who are familiar with Mr. Balagay and his predictions over the last, what, five to ten years, know that basically if he says something's happening, chances are the opposite is happening. So I immediately saw that and I was like, all right, cool. Ready to say goodbye to Paul Pogba, get Grealish in and let's keep this train moving. But a couple of days later, a BBC correspondent did pop through and mentioned that there's quite a bit of chatter in regards to Manchester United and Paul Pogba signing a new contract. Uh, as the head honcho of Pogba FC, Disu, what, uh, what's your take? Because you're the guy who keeps us up to date with all things Paul Pogba. So what are your takes in regards to this news? How likely do you think it is to happen? And yeah, your thoughts. Um, in terms of the likeness, I think it's more likely than many people would imagine. Simply the main reason, I think, above all, is the lack of market for Pogba. And that's not, I don't think that's indicative of his quality as a player. I think that's more indicative of the market. Um, so even Mayuna Raiola said himself that Pogba is a player that is a rare case where only a few clubs can afford him, could afford his wages, let alone his transfer fee. And some of those clubs are, are ops. Like Man City would be one of the clubs that can afford him, but. Man, can't really sell him to the blue, to the Crips. You get me? Like, we're bloods out here. So and that, you get me? But um, so that's an issue. And I think um, with the Madrid, it doesn't seem like they have the funds to get him. Neither do Juventus. I'm, and I think Juventus might just be a lot of lip service. So I think if you look at that, and the fact that at United he can get an, a significant increase in salary, um, maybe he's comfortable. He's 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 got a wife. He's got kids. I know he does like Manchester. Like from what a lot of people say. So, and there's been a lot of talk that he's quite impressive, Bruno. And I think naturally, ballers want to be able to play with ballers because you could see, um, I think Trodini said on, on a podcast with Flex from, I think United Stand or whatever, they, I can't remember the name, um, shout out them. He had an interview with um, Trodini and Trodini said he rates Bruno and he said a lot of the stuff Bruno was, do, was doing on the pitch in terms of commanding people to know where to be and get frustrated. He said he saw a lot of that with Paul Pogba. So maybe another addition in midfield can maybe. And maybe some talk of, you know, um, what players are coming summer. Because Mino said, yo, Pogba just wants to win, isn't it? And he's seeing that, rah, like, he's looking sticky out here. So maybe if the clubs convince him of their trajectory, uh, we might get top four and they say, okay, we might get Sancho, we might get Grealish or these type of players. Maybe he may sign a new deal. 
And what that what I think of it is, if Pogba signs a new deal, that is a mad, mad, mad lucky break for Man United because they don't deserve to have Pogba. He's one of the best. He's one of the better players in the world, and we've been terrible. We've what finished sixth, uh, second, and sixth. Did we have a fifth in there? So uh, only finished. What? When did only finish last season? Only finished sixth. Yeah, we did sixth, and then Jose finished second, and then did Jose finish fifth, sixth? Yeah, sixth the first year. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a joke, really, isn't yeah, it? So, no, so, no, no, so, a player like Pogba, we United have no right to be getting one of those players. So, if we have Pogba in, and then you, you're now part, partnering with Bruno Fernandes, who looks like a really, really good player, and you've got the two boys up front in Marshall and Rashford, who are excellent, with Greenwood coming through, and then a, a potential Sancho, now you're looking at a proper team with a lot of attacking intent. And obviously, hopefully, sign a DM, but now you're starting to build a squad because you need quality pieces, and that's your star player, so. If he, if we can get him to sign, that would be such that'd be our biggest signing, period. So yeah, hopefully he signs. But I think it's probably a forty percent chance he signs a contract. So sixty percent chance he just waits till he can leave. I'm obviously on the side of the creators, as Seb likes to say. So hopefully we can keep him because if we're having Bruno, Pogba together, that's our eight creating, and then we've got Rashford and Marshall as our guys scoring. Street saying Sancho's coming. Uh, I think I just seen something saying that we've confirmed a contract from, with him. So now it's just about signing on the dotted line with Dortmund. Um, in regards to that, we still will need that third piece, in my opinion, to have a nice, well-balanced midfield. And there's been a lot of chatter about a certain Thomas Partey. Um, he's got a minimum fee release clause. Is it 50 million euros? Oh, it's uh, confirmed. Yeah, yeah, he's basically, he's had that for the last couple of seasons. Last um, <clears throat> summer, his agent was really pushing for that move to Manchester United. Didn't happen, and his profile has gone up this season. So, obviously, there'll be several clubs who will be happy to play, pay that for him. And, obviously, the decision you have to make is to either a move on, come to a, a bigger team and get a bigger bag, or to stay at uh, Atletico. What people don't know is he actually came up through Atletico, so he's like a Atletico player through and through. Um yeah, he came up for Atletico. I think he's been there since at least since he was nineteen, maybe even even before then. And I think he went on loan to somebody like a, a Levante or so. So he's not a guy that they signed from somewhere else. Yeah, he's been at uh, Atletico since two thousand and twelve. So yeah, it's literally since he was nineteen, and then uh, he went to Mallorca and he went to Almeria on loan. So he's put in the work to get to to where he's got to now. But for me. Perfect profile of player to complement a Bruno um, Pogba. He'll have to be doing a lot of running, so I'll need him to uh, load up that Nike app. 5K, 5K, 10K, I need to see what he's about. Obviously, Barkley set the be benchmark with the uh, the old 16-minute 5K, but as long as party's coming in a couple of minutes of that, then we're good, baby. We're good to go. I'm not trying to see Fred in there with them two. Yeah, I'm not trying to... Fred's, Fred, not... Fred's a scary brother still. Thought, did you hear a stat that nobody's been dribbled past more than <laughs> Also, our player of the season, by the way. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, another player that um, I'm interested in talking about, Seb, uh, Angel Gomez, uh, young player, very highly rated. Um, there's been transfer chatter because obviously he hasn't signed a new contract, but it's looking that a new contract may be on the cards. What are your thoughts on that? And obviously, we've, we've touched on him before. 
but just your thoughts on him potentially getting a new contract and playing more going forward. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting, um, it's an interesting time for Angel Gomez because he's probably this is probably the most important time of his career because he's free. It's a free agent basically right now. Um, although Man United possibly could extend it for six months depending on what happens with uh, the current season, but let's say he's a free agent right now, so he's going to get the bag anyway, signing on fee, wages, whatever, wherever he goes because he's a top talent. So when I kind of look at that, he's probably in a really, really hard and difficult situation, but also a privileged situation for us. When I look at like the season, um, as we spoke about earlier on um, off mic, um, there's chances where he should have played. He, sh- he actually should have played in certain games. But um, as you said, it, his biggest issue is the height. Like he is tiny like he's absolutely tiny and then you got to think about it when you're Manchester United currently and you haven't got um you know the most fluent style of play so on the ball you're, you're having to be on the ball longer than a team like a City or Liverpool because they're so fluent so they're moving the ball faster than we are however we're still on the ball slow pandering looking for opportunities to create those are times where he gets moved off the ball I'm trying to say because there's not options the 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 style of play isn't so fluent and everybody doing currently so I feel like it's difficult for him to come in and dictate and plays one twos and then also on top of that we had the series of injuries i.e Rashford or Martial where there was someone always injured so there would be nobody for him to play with it'd just be this tiny little five five point two or five three you just in the middle <laughs> trying to dictate things where and, and and nobody's making off the ball run so for me I just feel like it it'd be difficult for him and 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 I kind of understand it and from Ollie's perspective um you know, touching on a podcast that's going to come on, uh, come out on Saturday. You look at the manager. He's plugging this project. Yeah, man. You got, to, you got, to, you got to plug the pod, man. You got to plug the pod, man. It's a new, it's a new thing. They don't, they're not even ready for they're it. They're not ready yet. They're not ready, man. But yeah, let the creators create, man. But yeah, like um, when a manager, right, when right. a manager is under got, pressure, I just got ganged up on by the guys on B wing. All right, cool. Do you? Do when a manager um when a manager's under pressure you got to think about it. they're thinking about one their job two about what how they're going to feed their family because you got to think about Oli's now at Man United, so now his family are expecting different things. His family's used to a certain lifestyle. So, am I really going to gamble on this shoot? Because if I gam- if I take a gamble, it's my fault. If I play it safe with a senior player who's shit and we can bid him later on, it's their fault, really. Do you know what I mean? So, I feel like that's one of the things that um, fans don't take into perspective. The actual personal, um, the the per- where where the manager is personally in his life and if he's willing to kind of take that gamble when you're well when you're doing well and you're high and flying it's easier do you know what I mean I can stick an angle uh, a Gomez in there when we're flying and you know we're two points or three points clear of the league and I can stick him in the FA Cup because you know we're we're going for the league and we don't really need to win this and whatever but we need to win anything because you know uh, like if you know all season Oli's Oli's job's just been in doubt until literally literally until his last run before that 
one game, he's going to get sacked. Then somebody keeps saving him. Then he's going to get sacked. Then somebody keeps saving him. So, you know, I can just understand why he ain't playing. Um, but I do hope he signs. And if those players come in that we're, um, that we're linked with, I feel like he could fit in there because it's just free-flowing football. Uh, a player that you mentioned that I, I want to touch on a little bit more. Been out for a while. See, again, I'm talking to another another CEO of one of Man United's biggest fan clubs, uh, Rashford FC. You started it by yourself. Hansen, you, you built it up out of the mud. You built that club up out of the mud. Um, <laughs> he was on the main um, club podcast today. Pretty interesting discussion. I think more will come up in regards to that across the next few days. But something interesting that he did touch on was uh, if all things were normal, so we're talking not uh, in isolation, everything locked off, he would have come back and started playing around mid end of April. So really, um, this period that we're in now, which he said would have definitely been before he was ready to play, but it would have all been in aid of him going on that plane to the Euros. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, for me, man, I just feel like it's something that um, uh, footballers, um, in fact, even like sportsmen in general, I feel like that's a, a mentality they need to uh, kind of get rid of because um, it's going to be detrimental and it's going to take lifespan off their career as uh, as a whole because you've got to think about um, look at RVP, man. RVP had a similar injury and all his career, he was cursed with injuries, like cursed with injuries, never rested, came back, came back too early. And it's more so everybody says, oh, the manager, the manager, the manager. But if a player says I'm fine to play and the manager's desperate for a win or the manager's desperate to chase something, the manager's oh, going to play you. Not having Do you know that I mean? strength in the depth Exactly. If the team ain't got that strength and depth and they need you, you've got to think about it. They're just going to take your word. They're not even going to second-guess it. You're going to say it once. They're going to be like, all right, cool. Yeah, you're good. All right, cool. Throw you in. And and, and if you, even if you kind of like compare it into like another sport, i.e., for example, Kevin Durant, when he took the year off at Spurs, yeah, wow. he was getting mad stick from that. You know, he knew, he, he knew, he knew, his body, he knew his body, he knew he wasn't ready, he knew he had to sit out, but he was getting mad stick. Next season, he was fresh, come out, won, won a chip. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like more players need to look after themselves. And what I think they need to. What kind of you know, basketball history is that? No, no, no. He meant, he meant Kawhi. Kawhi, what? okay. You said Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, sorry, 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 quiet. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Right, so, you know, yeah, so, yeah, thing, yeah. You, you, I'm, yeah. I'm at that thing, I'm at that thing too. I'm confused, bro. <laughs> you petty, you petty. <laughs> But yeah, like um, yeah, choir comes and 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 wins and wins uh wins a chip and you know he he he's good, didn't it? So I just feel like um players just need to be brave, man. And you're gonna suffer some criticism, i.e. Sooners on Pogba in the media. But Sooners was like, ah, oh, I don't even think he's injured. Like, oh, I don't even I don't even think he's injured. Do you know what I mean, you're gonna suffer that, but you're just gonna have to hold that, stay strong, and come back. And then when you're fresh. Do you know what I mean? You just have to make sure that, you know, the rest was worth it because I don't want you to come back and start playing Higgy. Because, bruv, like, like you know what I mean? Hey, you're in the mud. You're in the mud. Then it gets real yeah. sticky. Hey, hey, talk, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Real talk, bro. Real talk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Yeah, players just need to be strong, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's a short career, isn't it? So, and essentially, like, take everything aside from everything else. These love, love just love playing football. 
that's something that we would do for free with our friends. So I think a lot of the time we do forget that that these guys who just came up as youths who always wanted to be footballers and they've managed to make it big and sometimes they just I just want to kick ball, man. So I don't even know how they're feeling as things are going currently. Another thing I want to touch on is that he's raised twenty million pounds for charity, man. That's mad. Feeding the feeding the homeless and those who need it in Manchester. He's he's a good lad, man. Nah, he's, he's a real. He, he's a he's a real proper guy, man. Um, and you can see him just his maturation as a as an adult as a man. Um, you can, you can always tell that he seemed like a really just a good vibes down to earth um young man and just how he's conducted himself since he's been a pro has just been exemplary. And he seems to have that strong family unit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just the way he carries himself is just top. And I feel like United fans should be very, very ashamed because how they're treating him and Lingard, just for simply how they're dressed to that charity game. Was it's yours. Absolutely disgusting. Like, what, what, because they're wearing, like, blazers and, like, a bit shorter trousers and trainers. Like, they was talking about who do they think they are. Just, why, are you bare break, why are you there breaking down the drip, like... <laughs> Because the drip was confirmed. Like, the man think that these man think they're dripping. Certain man are oozing, cause yeah, that's right. <laughs> because how their dress was different from what they expected to see. People were just questioning them, which is ridiculous. But now, look, fast forward a year later, Rashford is helping feed um, children that may not feeding families, them. literally, literally feeding families. Yeah, because of how he was dressed and he's got like a ta- got some tattoos. People want to judge him, which is just ridiculous. But that's not. Okay. Crazy, crazy. For real, for real. All right. Um, an interesting discussion that that came up uh, on football Twitter last week was in regards to uh, the different attacks of the big four clubs. So, obviously, us, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Liverpool. Um, I want to get some feedback from you guys in regards to first of all, whose attack was popping. Obviously, it's a Manchester United podcast, but we try and stay as objective as possible. And if you guys were picking from the options available, who you'd go with. So I'm just going to whiz down a few of the names. Bear with me. It's a pretty long list, but we do what we can, yeah? So some of the options you have are Cristiano Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, David Beckham, Ryan Giggs, Ruud van Nistelrooy, Robin van Persie, Eric Cantona, Dwight York, Andy Cole, Nani, Rashford, Marshall, Tevez, Saha, and Berbatov. And... Starting with you, Disu, I want to ask you, based on this premise, the players' prime at Manchester United, what would be your attack? At what, uh, how would you line up your attack and which players would you choose? Okay, so I think two of the names go without question. They're unquestionable. Ronaldo Rooney are unquestionable. So if you don't have Ronaldo and Rooney in your list, don't talk about football ever again. Just don't. Just stop. Just stop. Rooney is probably the greatest in terms of legacy, the greatest ever United player. Question: What Rooney would you have? Because as we've discussed on previous pods, there have been several iterations of Rooney over the seasons. Um, let's firstly let us know who the if that's your pairing. If it's going to be those two, or if there's another player, it's going to be, it's going to be those two. And I've been going back and forth between RVP and Van Nistelrooy. It's tough because Van Nistelrooy is the biggest gunman. No, Ronaldo's a gunman, but okay, outside Van Nistelrooy is a bigger gunman than Van Persie. Yeah. However, Van Persie is nuts. So, actually, no, yeah, I think I'll go Van Persie. Yeah. That first season of Van Persie, when he scored virtually every big game, mm. like, he was just clapping off goals, scissor kicks, free kicks, right foot, left Clutch foot. Clutch goals, headers. Uh, headers. Yeah. 
everything volleys, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you gotta take the the Ronaldo and when he went from um that three year stretch where we won all we won all three we won three titles in a row. Yeah. And then the Rooney will take is diff- it's interesting because number yeah. eight Rooney was an yeah. absolute madman. Like he could just run That's the one I'd go with personally, but which one would you I think I'll go with eight Rooney because obviously we had the Rooney post Ronaldo that mm. clap goals. Yeah. But you don't need Rooney to clap goals because you got no. and and you got Van Persie. So I'll go with the nineteen-year-old Aggie Rooney. Yeah. I pick the ball for the halfway line, run past four man, and just dink the keeper because fuck it, why not? Yeah, it. yeah. I'll go for three. Have some of that. Yeah. So, uh, what formation or how would you have them line up on the pitch? Okay, so um, Van Persie. Oh. Okay, Van Persie through the middle. Yeah. And then. Actually, I'll have Van Persie and Ronaldo. I have Van Persie through the, I have Van Persie through the middle. I have Ronaldo on the left. If you basically Ronaldo, where do you want to play? Ronaldo probably see I want to play up the left. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I just tell Rooney, just do whatever. Just do whatever. It doesn't even matter who our right back is. We don't even need, we don't even need a right hand side. We've got Rooney, Ronaldo, Van Persie. What do you need a right hand side for? Doesn't matter. Yeah, put them all on the left. Everyone we're linked with likes to throw up the left as well. Exactly. <laughs> like a VIP section of the club, all the man over the bottle. Hey, yeah, that that is my that's my uh front three as, as well. I think you're you're scoring potentially 80 goals among those guys. You've got players who are all technically very good and furthermore they're mobile, they're good footballers who can interlink. So even if you tell Ronaldo to start on the left, he's gonna pop up on the right. Yeah. Rooney's gonna pop up up front at times. They're gonna drift all over the place, and that makes them almost impossible to pick up when you're talking about defending against them. They all can create chances for each other and they can all score goals. And, Seb, and, 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 they, and they can all score before Seb goes, and they can all score goals out of nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So shots, you've got everything. Long shots, all can take long shots, all can take free kicks, all can head, all can beat a man. Orca score for the week, but Orca finish. What more do you want? Boy, I don't think any team's matching that. But, Seb, I saw your uh, choice on the timeline. Um, obviously, this is a, a live podcast that will then go out to our listeners. So I just want to see how shameless you, you genuinely are. So, who would you be going with? And what's the lineup? What seasons? And why? So, so. As I always say, I'm on the side of the creators, man. Yeah, so, uh, that's a list full of creators. That's a list full of creators. So I'm on the side of creators, man. So I'm like, yeah, you could have the really RVP. Although you could do that. Like, everybody does that. You could do that. But I'm thinking, <laughs> I need to even put my boy Rashford in there somehow. Do you know what I mean? So Rashford must can play in that team, bro. Like, imagine... Rashi on the left, Ronaldo on the right, Rooney through the middle. It's Rooney all... is this. Which Rooney would this be? Would this be the Rooney that was just clapping off the goals in? Yeah, this is Rooney that was just clapping off the Post goals. Ronaldo, man. yeah? Yeah, man, this is Rooney that's just clapping off. You've got Ronaldo that was just popping up anywhere, just doing what he wanted to do. The, you've got the best Rashford, do you know what I mean? Which um, one is that story? Fam. 
Fam, you know, you know, you know which one it is, man. I, I, I don't because there's a lot of talk about the streets. This, know. this season being voided, so I mean, the streets you, know, man. I mean, the streets. Yeah, it's got bad vibes. Listen, obviously, I have to be the objective voice here. So there's talk of this season being <laughs> voided. Yeah. So if we then have this conversation again in October with this season having been yeah. voided, what Rashford season mm-hmm. would you be picking? The second one under the season. second one under Jose Alai, that was a classic. What was that five league his goals? First one. Five league goals in his first thirty-seven one. games. His, his first one. <laughs> his first one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. The raw, yeah. the raw Rashford. Yeah. Wait, wait. You, okay, wait, wait, so let me just wait, perform better than Marshall. Let me just name some of the players that you're you're skipping out by having Rashford in there. So uh, hey, listen, I, I, Persie, I, I, listen. Wait, 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 wait. Before wait before you name yeah. I said Rashford was better than Pele, better than Pele so let's let's not go through the name. <laughs> All them I already know what I'm saying. I already know what I'm saying. If you added, listen, if you added Pele to that list, he's not getting picked either, bro. So. I'm guarding them. The levels are level. Okay, cool. Interesting. Um, It's a shame that a couple of the other guys from the uh, Mughal team couldn't join us this evening because we were having quite the interesting back and forth in regards to different combinations. Uh, A player that had a lot of fanfare behind him was uh, a certain David Beckham, MBE. Um, Obviously, we all grew up... Yeah, we all grew up on David Beckham, star. Um, What are your opinions on, on Beckham and how he could have fit with uh, different players. What two players, or I don't even know if it's two players, how would you, if you were to pick a, a, a lineup with Beckham oh, in it, easy. who would you, who would you put him with? Uh, uh, for me, if, if I'm p- picking a, Be- um, a lineup with Beckham in it, I'm putting Ibra. Ibra. Up top. Oh yeah, we didn't even name Ibra. Ibra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing Ibra up top. And who would I put on the left? I might have to, might have to slap, Probably Rooney or Ronaldo, one of them. But I know Ibra's up top, man. Ibra is going to eat. Oh my god! Beckham as a forward, though. Yeah, man. I'm gonna play him in the free, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna play Beckham in the free. And you hate to see uh, it. I hate and, to see it, though. He ain't got the pace. He ain't got the wait, wait, wait. Ability. But you gotta think. Wait. Are you gotta think about it? Yeah, you gotta think about it. Look at look at Trent eating now. Imagine. Bro, he's basically playing right wing, bro. He plays right wing. He, I play Bex win back in a three five two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bex win back in a three five two. That'll be lit. Imagine Bex in three five two with with Ibra and 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 Ronaldo up top. Headers galore. Yeah, Beckham will take cross inshallah to new heights. When we watched that ninety eight ninety nine team, Beckham was moving brazy with it. <laughs> He's crossing everything that moves. Whips, whipping. Beckham was crossing it from anywhere, brother. As soon as he gets off the coach, he's crossing the ball, cause he's mad. Cool. Um, I want you guys between you to try try something a little experiment here. So I want you to uh, a, a front line without using Rooney, Ronaldo, Rude, and Van Persie. Who you'd go with? Which players from what seasons and how how they come together? What is this? Any any United or just using that? Um... Using the list provided. I mean, what are you going to do, George Best? Come on, man. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, yo, I was gonna pick Tevez. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I mentioned Tevez. I mentioned Tevez as part of the, the list. Oh, Tevez wasn't on the original picture. Okay, cool. It'll be Tevez. Yeah. It'll be Tevez, uh, Marshall, and Rashford. <laughs> Who'd you go with, sir? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Now, let's unpack that. <laughs> uh, who, 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 
Keep hell when Pentonville's finest, you know. But <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> no, I didn't even mention. I didn't even mention social to be honest. Gigs, yeah, gigs, but, <laughs> now break, obviously break it down for them, innit? Obviously, I'm laughing, isn't it? But I'm just laughing. You know me. You know the setting. You know the vibrations. <laughs> now, um, obviously, we already seen Marshall Rashford's connection, but Tevez was just so aggy. Like he's one of my, he was one of my favorite players, even from Boca days. Like he was just sick. So I like the fact that with Tevez, he could play across the, like he could operate anywhere on the pitch. He can create, he can score goals. He's clutch as well. He can head. He could beat a man, and he's just energetic and he's just infectious. Like he just presses, 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 wins the ball back, and he will score all types of goals. Bangers, um, solo efforts, scruffy goals, deflected efforts, and I feel like if you ma- if you match his energy with Rashford, it's just crazy. Then obviously adding Marshall for just a bit of swagger, like, that would be quite a fun front three to watch. Um, I, I, was so- of, I was thinking of Andy Cole because obviously Andy Cole was a mad mad shooter. Mm. Andy Cole was a bit ahead of my time in it, so I don't really. You want to speak on that, yeah? So obviously that the the lineup of Rooney, Ronaldo, and Van Persie have to get around eight goals, um, minimum I reckon. Uh, what do you think this lineup would get? Eight goals, bro. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Seven pens. Because <laughs> no, uh, Marshall Rashford, Marshall, what all comps or just in the league? Just in the uh, all comps. All comps because um, Marshall was on sixteen and Rash was on like nineteen. So that alone is like like almost touching forty. So Adam Adam Tevez probably like. By this period, you probably have like maybe 18, 20. So they can get like maybe 70 goals all comps. Now, um, Seb, who would you who would you go with? Not using any of the players mentioned. Uh, wait, is, is Ibra involved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is Ibra involved? Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm going Rashford on the left. I'm going Rashford on the left. Ibra up top. Tevez on the right. Rashford is your Cristiano Ronaldo, so take off Rashford, and who would be... Swap Rashford for um, Zlatan. Interesting. Jesus. <laughs> That's a load of mercy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> absolute absolute Mazzolino. Yeah, go on, Seb. That's that's the front three of attitude problems, mate. Man's got fucking Ibra, Marshall, and yeah. Tevez, bro. Bad gang. <laughs> Everyone refusing to play. Some days they get five goals, some days they ain't getting none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to prove a point to the gaffer. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, okay. who would you go with? Try not to use Rashford. I know so, it's difficult. Yeah, so without Rashford. All right. So I'd go without Rashford, I would go. <sighs> I would go Ibra, and Tevez. And I would go Luis Saha. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God! 
You see the game different. I respect that. I respect that. Oh, that. you got the Allardyce. You got the Allardyce, uh, Sean Dyke guy for the game, man. Um, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, I, I'm just going to front. I'm going to front two of uh, Tevez and Ibra. All right, cool. I respect it. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Good one. Um, that was actually an oh. interesting discussion, man. Um, it was great to see people get so engrossed. And obviously, we were able to con- compare across all the clubs. And you actually realise we have a lot of great strikers. Like you mentioned, Ibrahimovic wasn't on there. Tevez wasn't on there. On the one we produced anyway. Berbatov wasn't on there. Solskjaer wasn't on there. Certain teams have got like either Gudjonsson and Gianfranco Zola making their starting, their starting nine. Like We don't really want to speak on that. Certain man got Divock Origi making their starting nine. Jesus. Certain man got Olivier Giroud making their starting nine. So you hate to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to, you hate to really see it. Cool. So I can't relate. I can't relate at all. So with that being said, we're going to get up into our throwback game. Uh, it was one that wasn't actually that old, uh, funnily enough, but it was nice to relive. It was the 3-0 home win against Liverpool in the 14-15 season, back in the glory days of LVG. Did you like guys at least catch the highlights? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Sweet. caught the highlights. Uh, the first thing that struck me was uh, the list of the, the names of uh, the players on both teams. I think it's actually reason a, as a list of players that gave their fan bases shivers back in the days. Uh, uh, Liverpool were in the mud, you know. <laughs> wow. They turned themselves around. Let me li- list out the Liverpool team here. Yeah? Uh, Jones in goal. They had, was it Johnson, Skirtle and um, Lovren as a, a back three. Uh, and then they have some midfield makeup of Moreno as a left wing back. Uh, I couldn't quite tell who their right wing back was because it felt like everyone was playing off the left. It felt like Coutinho, Sterling, and Lallana were all playing off the left. But then they had a midfield that included Gerard, Joe Allen, Adam Lallana, Philip Coutinho, uh, Jordan Henderson, probably Jordan Henderson on the right. Back when they thought he had a bit of a bet about him, and then. Um, they had Raheem Sterling, um, I guess, playing as the furthest man forward with Coutinho supporting him. Uh, on our side, it, it was a bit, a bit of a tough watch. Uh, we had the Garen goal, Ashley Young, Johnny Evans, Phil Jones, Carrick, and it was uh, Evans, Jones and Carrick as a back three. Then we had a midfield four made up of uh, Valencia, the wing back, uh, Rooney and Fellaini as a double pivot, Ashley Young on the left, and then we had... Van Persie and James Wilson. Remember the name, yeah. James Wilson, up top, Mister Number Forty Nine shirt. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you not think of the game? It was such a weird um, game. They had bare chances. They, they did. They, they came chances. out. They came out. They came out. They came out strong. They came out strong. I think going into the game, uh, the commentary was saying that they were in very very poor form like yeah so they they came out strong and I think um, <clears throat> in the pre-game notes obviously um, what's the name Rogers sorry Rogers was mentioning how they needed to really stick it on us and yeah they had the first 10 minutes I'd say they were pressing high putting us under pressure and like you mentioned Seb Sterling missed a great chance a great chance so no goal against United still plagues them to this day to be honest with you badness do you know what? Yeah, just going on that Sterling point. Like, obviously, I, I respect what he does. I respect he's a good player, or whatever. Do you think he's really? He 
he does the same things. It's similar chances that he misses currently. So he misses similar chances to chances that he missed in that game. Um, obviously, um, as a, as a man, he's obviously developed on whatever. And um, me saying has he improved is no slight on him because even then he was a very very good player. Um, so like just looking at it, do you think he's improved massively? I think, or like, do you think it's definitely? I think he's improved. Or, or, I think. Or what? What he does is the things that he's good at. So he's got this kind of skill set that he's an intelligent player. Technically, he's good, pretty good in tight spaces, good movement. I think those have always been the things that he's been strongest at. As he's gotten older, he's got better at doing these things. So when he was like 17, 18, maybe those were his strengths. But how well he did it was maybe like a 5, 6 out of 10 in comparison to the men's game. And as time has gone on, where it was a 5 or 6, you're talking now about a 7 or 8 potentially a nine in some areas. So I think when you watch him, he still looks very similar to the player that he was back then when he was 17, 18. I think he's, but, I think he's less electric. Like he was more interesting. Electric. Yeah, he's more electric. Go on. And in terms of like beating players, he looked a bit quicker. It's weird. I've seen like certain players, I'm not sure if, if their style of game has changed or as they put on muscle mass and not as nippy because like, I feel like Marshall's not as quick as he was before. Memphis isn't as quick as he was before. And Sterling. If you look at Memphis, Sterling, and and Marshall, you say all three of them at age nineteen. Those guys were off. They're so fast now, and also blow man, but not as quickly as they were before. But as it, maybe they've put on muscle mass. But I think what Sterling, as he said, he's um, he's basically improved all his best skill sets, and one of his best skill sets is his movement. And because he's improved, that, let's say he's taken up to like a, a eight out of ten, maybe nine out of ten level. Now he's getting a position where he can score easy goals because he's of his movement, and we're still seeing him miss certain chances. Like remember the game when the game we re- I think that might no, the first game we re- we reviewed when we went to Etihad or were two down or we won three two. Sterling missed about four good chances. Even though it's two 0 that game should have been like a four five six at half time. So he still kind of has that in his game, but he's able to score more goals simply because he's just he's more refined in his movements. And I think similar to Ronaldo when. They started to get a better game understanding. Their 1v1 ability or their 1v1 tendency started to decrease. You're not seeing them just isolate out wide and just taking a man for for a hot dog. You're seeing them more in the box, more getting onto the end of things. So I think that's where Sterling's improved. And it's also consistency of his performance level. He's, he's not really dropping up and down as much as it was probably back then times. But yeah, his finishing that game was really, really bad. And shout out Brendan Rodgers for having Sterling as a lone striker. Like, weird experimental first five minutes uh Fellaini teased us with a blastic uh gave the ball away uh for no reason whatsoever then decided to file a man to hide his embarrassment so uh, as much as we complain about the midfielders we have now he probably is still better than a Scott McTominay but no he's not respect he's better than who McTominay and Fred respect Ooh. respect he's not better than McTominay respect no it's not Look, look at McTom, bro. Sourcing out on these pagans. <laughs> cool. Uh, LVG obviously had Carrick at the back because he wanted him to uh, build up play. And obviously, he's a cool customer. His legs are basically completely gone by that that time. But like I say, first first 10 minutes, they were pressing us really high. And we actually created nothing. Mm. Sterling had a very good chance. Great save by DGG. Still fresh-faced DGG. Still, that was in the middle of his Higgy sandwich, Seb, where mm. he was like... He was pretty sharp. The mm. ball literally goes back up the other end. Uh, Valencia does Allen on the right touch line. Not make, Ta- not make, 
Yeah, that was uh, halfway through his bleaching phase. So, <laughs> Ed Vilicic, then he cuts it back to Rooney, and that was a lovely finish. Yeah, I mm. love Raza so much. That was a the, lovely finish. The keeper already was dying before Rooney. <laughs> um, I was, and he did the wrong way. I, I didn't get it. Bro, hey, he's a madman. Certified, <laughs> Brad Jones is a certified madman. <laughs> I've ever seen... Outside of a non-perfect situation, a man diving in the line. He literally diving in the line. Bro. I thought I was the only person that clocked that. I'm thinking, fame, fam, like the ball, like it's there, bro. It's like your right-hand side. If you stay there, you're going to save it. Yeah. My man has literally dived the opposite side. Nah, that that absolutely ended me. Obviously, man. just you wanted to be seen to be doing something in it. That's essentially what it comes down to. If you look busy, people will think you're 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 making stuff happen. But that was still a not an easy finish for well, a straightforward mm. finish for a player of Rooney's caliber. But that kind of set the tone for the game. Essentially, I think it was very much it was very much end to end. Their their the pieces that they were putting together were I think a bit more structured than what we were doing, which is quite surprising considering it is an LVG team. But the pieces were uh, coming together a, mm-hmm. a bit better for Liverpool. And then the second goal, Matters goal. First question I have for you: Was that offside? Yeah, because it yeah? come off. RVP. Oh, I thought you were going to be shameless. I respect that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Come off RVP. It's funny, like, because uh, I, I definitely had that in my head as a talking point yeah. because of VAR. I was just thinking, like, yeah, we would have been fucked then. Um, but it's weird because, like, game, like goals change games. Even though it was one up, like in regards mm. to that like, momentum, you get to then, like, you know, the uh, you know, a team starts to it, within themselves, they they start to feel like it's a it's a tough task. But, um, um. VAR would have eradicated that so yeah it's weird like imagine if VAR was in that game what the final score would have mm, ended up yeah, being yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm trying to say that's, 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 what, I, yeah, that's what that's I, I was a big moment of. of the game essentially because it stays 1-0 yeah, yeah. They, like I said were having the better of the play for the most part it stays it stays 1-0 exactly and we just we move from we move from there and it was probably a bit more of a, a difficult game mm. going forward um, who were your standout performers when, when you when you were watching so when I was looking at it, um, surprisingly enough, um, I liked Valencia. Um, he was getting up and down in regards to like attacking, even though like I think even for like the third goal, I think he tried crossing and then he fucked it up and then he eventually got the crossing um, uh, and whatnot. But um, and then also Rooney, I think Rooney played well. Um, but that was pretty much it from like a, a Man United standpoint even though Sterling missed a lot of chances he looked really really bright like in regards you can to see that he was really, really a talent really bright. like yeah like the way like I think there was one little chance where he just like turned Jones and then he took a shot and and, and, and he missed there but um and then just like even when he, he he should have went round DDG, but he didn't. He shot with his left foot was quite weak. And that was he had, that was he had really start. good chances. That was like ten minutes into the second half. It was still two 0 And again, if yeah. he grabs a goal there, we're talking about a different game. But DDG, he was quality there. Exactly. He made it very difficult for him. He stayed really yeah. big, so Sterling couldn't get round him. And then when Sterling eventually decided to take the shot, the clear opportunity had already already gone. So I think between exactly. those two chances. Yeah. The one at the start of the first half and the one 10 minutes into the second half, that's where the game was won, won or lost, really. 
for them. That's where the game was yeah, won or lost for, sure. for them, really. And then obviously you get the icing on the cake with uh, the RVP goal. Nice little, nice little clean yeah. finish. Nice little clean finish from him. Thing is, um, even in that game, I thought RVP was pretty decent. In all honesty. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. The RVP goal. The RVP goal. I said the third goal. Yeah, sorry. The RVP. Up. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about a chance. Yeah, I was talking about a chance for let's just set up. But yeah, the RVP goal when came when he uh, Matt slid the ball to Rooney. Rooney tried to do the first time like the old school counter attack thing, but obviously that got cut out. And then um, yeah, it came back to RVP, and it was basically an open goal. Again, again, he ran to the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was taking a piss. Them Liverpool fans have suffered. Piss, I think man. it was Lovren who tried to clear the ball and, um, yeah, he scuffed the clearance, yeah. which, I mean, it still happens to this day. So, with that, there was only one thing that was going to happen mm-hmm. from there. It was, yeah, it, it was a different kind of throwback game because it wasn't so long ago that we can't even remember the players and the time. I think, uh, in my head, the performance was a bit smoother. But, yeah, they I, they were bright. They were really bright. And considering the players that he had on hand, you could tell that Rod- Rogers is a, a pretty bright coach and he had a, a good thing going there. So he had a decent foundation at Liverpool. But, obviously, without the lack of quality to help boost it, you end up losing your job and you end up at Leicester. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, You've worked so hard for all the things you have. The salary, the status, the success. And with that image, there's a drink. One to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org slash grandview. I think that's what I wanted to discuss with you. Um, was potential picks for the player of the year this season. Uh, I'm of the opinion that as much as they say that they're going to try and finish this season and they're going to play behind closed doors, I'm still on the sceptical side. So I wanted us just between the two of us to just hash out our thoughts on who could potentially be a candidate for player of the year. So when you think of who have been the standout players this season, what are the names that come to mind for you? Yeah, two or three names. Not... not not being shameless, but Rashford, because of the season ended. You are being shameless. He didn't play proper. When did he stop playing? Like, Jan, late Jan, Feb. He stopped playing in in January. Yeah, Yeah. and the season ended two months later, man. Come on. So, like, um, I'd say, I'd say Rash. Come on, come on. I'd say, I'd say Rash. Um, KDB. KDB. um, KDB, Who would be your candidate from Liverpool? It's a tough one. Uh, my boy Sadio, man, I, 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 I rate him, man. He he was very, very mm. clutch, man. He was very, very clutch. Mm. I, I respect his thing. Like he's he's probably my favorite Liverpool player. Yeah. Um. um and yeah, would you have yeah, any candidates him. from Leicester or uh, potentially Chelsea? Leicester, I, I'd say if it was like so, because the season, if the season had finished in like January, I'd say Vardy. But I think he started to fall off. Yeah, Vardy, yeah, definitely. He, he's, yeah, he's he got fell, a case, he man. fell he's right off as well. I think he had that period, but is he still exactly, like clear yeah. ahead? And is he still clear ahead in the goal scorers, or has Obam or the Bamian yeah, caught? Yeah, yeah, I think he. I think yeah. he's. I think he's clear. But either way, um, do you know what I mean? Like, for him to be doing what he's doing at his age, at the team that he's at, um, yeah, definitely should be a candidate. Um, I mean, so we've got Vardy, Mane, KDB and Rashford. Rashford's name sticks out like a sore thumb. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, Governor. 
mate. Yeah, mate. When it comes to big games, okay. mate, Rush. And mate, considering that, who would be your um, play? Who would be from that list? Who would be your player of the year, and why? Come on, man. Why are you asking these questions? You know no, who's going to be. I do not know who it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you do know who it's going to be, bro. It's going to be Rashford for the big games he turned up in. Yeah. He's going to be Rashford for his performances, for putting that Man United team on his back. His performance against Spurs, absolutely world-class. Like, those are standout performances. But these, these guys have those um, in their lockers, during, though. During this, how could the player in the season who has who Mane has stand up performances? KDB absolutely ripped, ripped, ripped yeah, Arsenal the, the new teams. one when they played when City played Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's but, Arsenal. I mean, Spurs have been worse than Arsenal this season, so I think it's a it's a fair shout to call out KDB and give him his props for that performance. You know, just calling out I see it as I say like to well because he, he it from smashed it in from outside the box because he was making stuff happen as he does. Yeah, that rush. Yeah. I, I, I think um, yeah. Rashford probably shouldn't be on this list. So, taking out Rashford, out of KDB, Mane and Vardy, who would be your, your pick for player of the year? You'd give it to, Vardy, give it to Vardy, yeah? Vardy. And why why Vardy? Yeah. Just because of the team that he's, uh, he's at and the level he's competing at, um, I just got to respect it, man. He's right up there. Well, he actually he, he is up there. He's leading the goal scoring. He's, he's leading yeah. the goal scoring charts at the team he's at. Um, for me, that he's he's overachieving, and a big part of the, a big part um, of the reason that Leicester are sitting in what second. Yeah, third I mean, when's the last are? time you so, even looked at yeah, the table? Yeah. Let me just uh, pull it up and try and take a look. Yeah, Leicester are third with fifty fifty three points. Um, cool. All right, a, a, a list that I think Rashford should be part of. Young Player of the Year. So Rashford, uh, I think Trent goes without saying. Um, anyone else come to mind? Um, do you know what? Yeah, I f- all of the names I think of, I just think they they were too inconsistent for me. So when you think of people like Grealish, Madison, um, who's the youth from Cantwell from Norwich? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember how old he is. I'm yeah, he's sure, a young. Those are the people I think of. Yeah, they've had they've had really really amazing games, but the consistency has been lacking for them. Um, Sionchu's quite young, isn't he? Like twenty two. I think he's pretty young. Um, Let me just uh, confirm for you. Yeah, because it's what so, just you just yeah he's twenty three, so he would he would qualify. Okay, so he would qualify, and he yeah he'd he'd be right up there. Do you know what I mean? He'd be right up there for some of his performances he put in uh, earlier in the season. Um, so we're saying yeah, Rashford, so Trent, and Sionchu. Would... You don't want to put any of Grealish, Madison, or Cantwell in in that group. Just because it was just too inconsistent, like they had wonderful performances, but it, you know, I don't know if they've given me ten good performances okay. this season. I'm not too sure. Yeah, um, of those three, let's try not to be shameless. I know it's it's in your blood, but let's try. Um, of those three, who would be your Rashford. pick for? <laughs> Rashford. 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 Um, you do you think? Rashford in sixth has done enough to justify him um, going and topping uh, a linchpin of a team that uh, were running away with the league, something like double figures assists from the the right back position. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your justification for that, Sebi? 
for me, you just have to look at the quality of teams. Because reports are in and the news says you're a criminal. Yeah, I am. But you go you got to look at um, quality of teams and look at individual performance, not what their team's currently okay. doing. I know I think, that always... Okay, let's, let's, yeah, let's focus on Trent's individual. That's what I'm saying. He's a linchpin of his team. Yeah, he's a linchpin of his team. But when you like break him down like on a molecular... What's that word? Molecular level? Molecular, yeah. yeah. Molecular level, like you look at, you can't defend, you know, okay. the inconsistencies over there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I ain't really digging it. Do you know what I mean? But, I ain't really digging it. But he does so much going forward for his team. He does. He does so he much does going forward. In like, regards are, to we, are we going to hold Rashford's plethora of penalties against him? Okay, but are we going to say, yeah, that, okay, that means because Rory uh, Delap could throw it 20 million metres, he should have been, uh, you know, player of the season for Stoke, or player of the season um, uh, when Stoke was in the Prem. Do you know what I mean? But we're talking about, uh, we were earlier talking about pings and we're talking about a man like David Beckham. Um, yeah. Trent, probably the best we've seen since Bex. Yeah, but that's all. World class delivery is all he's got. World class delivery from the full back position. He op- he consistently yeah. opened up games for me for his team and won his team games from right back. We really haven't seen a yeah, fullback like and, that in the Premier League. And we haven't seen a wide forward like Rashford in the Premier League since Ronaldo. Well, that's a lie because he's not even better than Salah, Mane, Hazard. Son, these are players that are, are all comfortably better than. Right, let's let's move on. Let's move on the conversation. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh god, cool. Yeah. So we're gonna finish up with um, some listeners' questions here. Um, question from Mesh XCV11. Mesh, we we'll call him uh, a United 21st century All Star Eleven with only one player per country. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. So, um, I think uh, in goal, we can go with Schmeichel. Purely because he's Danish and we're not going to have another Danish player. Yeah, but I was also thinking about uh, in regards to Spanish. Who who, who Um, would you think DGG was better than Schmeichel? Yeah. I think like DGG's best, sorry. Not not in terms of the span of the whole career. Definitely not. But I'm saying he's best... Was probably better than okay. Schmeichel's best. DDG Spanish. Okay. Uh, right back, uh, the name Rafael comes to mind for me. Oh. Just trying to think of any Brazilians, yeah. Because all the Brazilians are our club work. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Cleberson, and we won't yeah. name anybody else. Um, are you tempted to put Valencia in there ahead of him? <sighs> I, I, no, no, <laughs> because... Okay. Yeah. No, like... Yeah, no, I, w- I couldn't, I couldn't okay. do that to myself. I've got uh, Vidic as one of our centre-backs. Serbian. Uh, Left-back, I've um, got Gabriel Einstein. Yes, that's who I was Argentina. definitely thinking of. Um, who would yeah, you yeah. pair Vidic with? This is a difficult one. Who are, who go... are, who are you thinking of? I'm, see, I'm thinking Yapstam, Dutch. Uh, but we've... That's who I was thinking yeah. of. I, I was thinking okay. of Yapstam. Yeah, yeah, Yapstam, okay. You've got to be Yapstam. smart. What, what formation um, are we should doing? Should we go four three three? Why yeah, not? Yeah, keep it basic. I'm on the side of the creators, as always. Um, yeah, in midfield, who, who, this is where it gets difficult now. I think it, I think it would be think it would be easy as it's one okay. person. So I'm going keen. I mean, one keen. one country. So I'm okay, going keen. Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who are you yeah. pairing him with in midfield? In midfield, I would 
go. Ooh. Pogba. I'm trying to think. France. Pogba, yeah. And who yeah. would the third midfielder be? Hmm. Mm. Well, I'm tempted to put Giggs in there when he's playing midfield. Yeah, why think? not? Older Giggs. Giggs. Yeah, older Walsh. Giggs. Okay. And then the front three, oh. the Englishman's got to be Wiseau, isn't it? Of course. Pair him with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Portuguese. And who would, ooh, who would the third one be? Ibra. Hmm? Go Ibra. Mm. Give me another name. Because uh, I'm thinking we already have Ar- Argentinian mm-hmm. taken. We already have Dutch taken. Uh, we've got Dutch taken. Would you? Okay, question. Would you? Yes, I would swap it. <laughs> so who would you, so who would would you put s- in the back then? Would you put... B- Bay? Yes, Bay. Bay, first yeah, season yeah, yeah. Bay, Ivory Coast. And so who would your yeah. third player with Ronaldo and Rooney be? Would that be Van Nistelrooy or would it be... RVP. RVP. Uh, where does that team finish in the league? I think we can finish second. Wins it for me, mate. Did yeah, you? So, well, yeah, we could compete. Yep, we're definitely competing with that team. Yeah, we could so compete. So there, that is done for you, Mesh. I hope you appreciate that, sir. Uh, got a question from Sagant Sonso underscore FFS. I'm not even a United fan. But where does Carrick fall in the all-time greats at United and all-time in the Premier League midfielders? I don't think it's all um, sadly enough. Um, I think if we I use, think I, think, I think if we use that uh, pre- uh, football manager tier, I think you've got legends, icons, yeah. and uh, fan favorite personnel. Yeah. Um, which one would you think he was? I wouldn't put him in the legend group. Is he an icon? I don't think he's an icon either. I'm not too sure. Do you know what? Even like Carrick, um, he the way uh, his time at United is quite split. Like I remember, um, even later on in his career, I was still saying play Carrick because of his passing ability. Mm. I'd always champion Carrick, but I, I'd get a lot of pushback from United fans. So he's not like um, you know, uh, overall United favorite. You know, like um, I I, I think that's kind of split. So for me. But I don't know. Like that's literally down to um, yeah everybody else. But Depends who you like, ask. He, he got his own song though. Yes, he did. He did. And um, it's funny. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a, a quick uh, story yeah, about mm-hmm. that song in it. Yeah. So imagine I've gone to watch Man United. I think I think it might have been the game where RVP scored a volley to win the title. So I think it might have been that game. Uh, um, uh-huh. And I'm at a pub in Manchester, uh, which is a famous pub that everybody goes to, Platts. Um, yeah, where they kind of like, all the hooligans are there, all the, all the, um, all the diehard Man United fans go there uh, before the game. And this is when like, I had like the proper Danny Wilbeck high top thing going on. And um, they still sing got that sing- going on, but continue. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like, my one's a bit like it it's a bit different now. But yeah, but yeah. Um, so one guy turns to me, yeah, and he, I just look like a fish out of water because I'm in a pub with like bare skin and bare Manchester guys or whatever. Uh, because one of my friends he goes to that pub, so I was like, all right, cool. And one of the guys turns to me, he's like a proper Manchester United, like hooligan, whatever. He's like. Welbeck, give us a song. Welbeck, Welbeck, give us a song. 
So everybody turns around and looks at me. I'm literally every the whole pub turns around and looks at me and he's whispering to his friends yeah because he thinks i don't know a song he yeah. just thinks i'm just some next you just come yeah, yeah, yeah. with some london i don't know so so his plan was to embarrass me i'm saying i just dropped the character song now i'm singing <laughs> i'm thinking singing the character song now yeah he was pissed. He was pissed. And then everybody started singing. And then I know he wanted to ask me another song because he was trying to get everybody to stop singing to ask yeah, me another song. Like it was <laughs> yeah, so his song with that song and that yeah. It just yeah, it phased that and that current song got me out of got got me out of that jam, bro. Yeah. Because he might that, get moved, that, that, he might get moved up to icon just off of that. Real talk, real talk. They would have rushed, rushed you, they would have rushed you, you know. They would have rushed me still. They would have rushed me. <laughs> they me still. Uh, uh, we've got a question from Ayavelli. Is finishing still the worst aspect of Sterling's game? Funny enough, we touched on that earlier. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, for for yeah. the position he plays, uh, an elite forward yeah. across the line, I think it, it would be. I think uh, it's the worst aspect, but that's just because he does most other things pretty good, pretty well. Yes. So that's the thing that is like, but I mean, you say that and he still grabs, what, 20 goals a season, 20, 25 goals exactly. a season. So that's just yeah. a testament to the player that he is now. Uh, got a, a question from a favourite of ours, uh, Harold, underscore Lord Harold. What player from the game you're discussing today would you like to have in your current setup and why? Mm. What player? Are we talking about like the strikers or the whole um, team. anybody? Anyone. The whole team. Who would I want right now? Right now, we could do with uh, in the midfield, uh, Roy Keane. Oh, shit. So... In the fr- no, that's fine. The throwback game oh. from today. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. The throwback that's game from Keane, today. You know? um, he... No, just because we just need a, 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 a general in midfield what, right what now. What you saying, but... Fellini, yeah? <laughs> oh, no. Um, today, I'd, I'd take... I would take RVP, man. All right. I think I would take. Would you? You wouldn't take Rooney. I'm surprised. You go with RVP, yeah. Yeah, but Rooney, like Rooney. at that time, yeah, he was it. just like in. Yeah, he was just in midfield, just doing whatever. I feel like, um, yeah, RVP, especially with this team. If we just told him, "Yo, six yard box, bro," I think he'd, he'd bang goals. Bang goals, so. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, got a question from Haradams one. Rate one matters time at United out of ten. Six for me. Whose time, sorry? One matter. Yeah, man. Yeah, six. Six for me. He had flashes. I mean he he scored some big goals, but I think he's been coasting for the last two or three two or three seasons now. I think hmm. just the the misuse and the, the managers that he played under just took all the impetus out of his game. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's like he was never the quickest, but he always had a spark in him. He was always making good runs, and he was a good finisher. But mm. when he comes on now, all he does really is just keep it ticking. And the only games yeah. you really see him do anything much is in the Europa League games, and that's because mm. he's far above the level of the teams that we're playing. So yeah, for me, considering he came in for four email from a big rival, he was maybe probably Moise's biggest signing. Not probably, he was Moise's biggest signing. Uh, mm-hmm. Been very underwhelming because he was a player who came in with that reputation, similar to a David Silva. Has been a mm-hmm. top top playmaker in the league, and he hasn't done that for us, unfortunately. Mm, I agree. Say la vie. Uh, got a question from Ed Zeno. Who would be the ideal player as backup to Bruno in case of injuries? 
That's As in, what is he talking about? Bayern or yeah, yeah, yeah. not in the team. Like, if let's say we want to f- flesh out our squad, so like we mentioned earlier in regards to Rashford having to rush back, who would you yeah. have as a, a backup to uh, Bruno? Maybe Grealish or where, where, where I, I hear I hear stuff about Kai uh, Havertz or from from Leverkusen. Um, Cole. Yeah, from Leverkusen. Perfect modern wand footballer. Wand wand of a left foot. Yeah. Um, can play across the line, can play in the hole, can yeah. play on the left, can play on the right. Yeah, because of his uh, flexibility, maybe him. But um, either way, I'll take I'll take either Grealish or Kai. Not something like. Yeah, certain cool. Like, man, certain um, and with that, end the podcast. So I want to thank you once again for coming on, Seb. Always a good soldier. Uh, we started three guys, so we started with Elijah, who seemed to, I think, get rushed at the start of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he got rushed, and so he had to come off the podcast. Um, I think this year it was lockdown in Pentagon, so he also had to uh, come off the podcast. Yeah, so just a couple of good soldiers left. Um, so I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, and enjoy your evening. Peace. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Twenty twenty has presented its share of challenges, and some of us are taking a hard look at our future. Can you imagine owning your own business? As an Amerispec franchise owner, you can have more security and control over your future and be there for your community with an essential service year round. You could join the most recognized brand in home inspection services, Amerispec, and provide peace of mind to home buyers. With low startup costs and excellent operational support, you can be a business for yourself, but not by yourself. Learn more at join. Dot slash podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.